What's the reaction like when you become the only current top flight male professional footballer in the world to come out as gay? How do you keep track of everyone from Antoine Griezmann to Ricky Martin sending you their support? What is the catalyst for deciding to make such a life-changing announcement? What makes Adelaide United the right place to do it? And how does something like this affect your preparations for the coming season? I'm your host, Joey Lynch, and this is a Beyond the Lead with Josh Cavallo. On October 27, Josh Cavallo altered the landscape of football around the globe with one simple sentence. I am proud to publicly announce that I am gay. In a message posted across his and his club, Adelaide United, social media accounts, the Reds utility revealed that for six years he'd been hiding his sexuality from the world, battling feelings of pain and shame as he fought with the fear that being gay meant he wouldn't be able to continue to play the game that he loved. There have been a select few male players that have come out before, of course. Former A-League men player Andy Brennan recently did so while playing in the semi-professional NPL Victoria competition. And the women's game has been a bastion of inclusivity and safety for LGBTQIA plus athletes. But Cavallo's announcement, coming at what is the very beginning of what looks to be a long professional career and when there was not a single other out male athlete in any top flight football competition around the world, was significant. The reaction to Cavallo's announcement was swift and, heartwarmingly, overwhelmingly supportive. Messages, first from around Australia and then around the world, from football, other sports and broader society, all began to pour in expressing solidarity and pride in his bravery. For a brief moment, the 21-year-old from southeast Melbourne was at the centre of the sporting world. Across the whirlwind 24 hours that followed, Carlo, wanting his coming out to serve as an inspiration to others that were in his position, expressly tried to do as much media as possible after the announcement. Well, he spoke to Beyond the Lead about his brave decision, the reaction, and what was next for him. The weight of the burden that had been lifted from him, and the happiness that he was now feeling that he'd been able to share his truth with the world, was apparent from his very first answer. It's a really exciting time for myself, and to be honest, wipe the smile off my face because it's been a long time coming and um, I haven't felt this for more than six years in my life. I I did want to ask you about that because you've had such a reaction but you yourself it's the most important question how you're feeling right now I can see you must have just it looks like there's waves of relief of joy a sense of renewal does it feel like you're a new person now? Definitely. It's, it's, it's taken me to a new level. You know, when I told Ross and Carl, my coaches, two days, um, five weeks ago, sorry, um, they they welcomed me and they said, Josh, you're still the exact same person. We still love you for who you are. You're a talented kid and um, we want what's best for you. And and that was that really touched my heart. It was very heartwarming going forward. And I was very confident when I told the team and um, they they welcomed me with their arms open. They said exactly the same thing. And they said, we're proud of you. And we're glad that you're comfortable in your own skin. So it was a very symbolic moment for me. And I'm definitely going to remember it for the rest of my life. Because, I mean, no doubt you were expecting there to be some level of media reaction and media coverage of this. But 
have you been taken aback by just how widespread the interest in you yourself, 21-year-old Josh Cavallo, has been around the world? Look, it is a shock to me, but I just wanted to make a statement with what me coming out. I wanted to show the world that being gay in the normal world is normal. So why isn't it allowed in football? Or why is it seen differently and perceived differently in football? Um, I want to show it to the kid that's watching this video or who has seen my video in the last couple of days that it is okay to be yourself if you find yourself that you are gay or you just are different. You come from a different cultural background or upbringing that it's okay to be different. You don't have to fit in. And unfortunately, I lived six years of my life lying and trying to cover up an act and hiding things from people when really getting a reaction I did yesterday, I didn't need to do that. So I'm so excited and I'm proud to announce that I'm gay. We've seen the outpouring of support from clubs and players like Zlatan Ibrahimovic, Barcelona, man, you know, all of these huge clubs i can't recite them all with any sort of sense of timeliness now that you've seen all that just seen the outpouring of support just what does that mean to you to see that it's not just your teammates or an australian football it feels like everybody in world football is rallying behind you yeah definitely it's it's a shock to the system it's crazy when you got idols like griezmann someone that's won a world cup he's saying a message of support uh of support and saying he's proud of you like that is phenomenal um it's, it's also outside of football you know you have your people like sam smith messaging you ricky martin and alan degeneres just saying congratulations it's it's it is huge and i really wasn't expecting this response but um look i i want to change it i want to i want to make sure that look we're in 2021 now and um, I, I believe everyone deserves the right to feel comfortable, to be their true, authentic self and comfortable in their own skin. So I want to pave the way for the future generation. So this is not a big deal in years to come. As well as the messages from like these major figures and celebrities, I'd never ask you to share details, but have you had messages from other young people, youngsters that are maybe experiencing their own journey to figuring out who they are and that you have inspired them and helped them? Definitely. Look, I want to be seen as a role model and I do want to inspire people. I know there's people definitely around the world, whether it's in football or other other sports that are struggling with this and find themselves in the same shoes that I was. And I just want them to know that, look, I regretted doing this for six years. So I wasted six years of my life. And um, I'm excited today that, you know, I've got so much time ahead of me as a 21 year old to look forward to. But I'm also sad that I wasted six years of my life. So I don't want anyone to have to go through what I went through. And and through my story, I want to share this. Because reading the article that you penned to coincide with the social media announcement, you talked about that moment at the end of last season, coming home with the Rising Star Award from Adelaide United's awards night, but you just felt numb about how everything in your career was going right, much deserved going right, um, but you just didn't like have any emo- emotions about that. Would that have internal battle, had you not come to the decision to share your truth and share your story, just made you give up the game sooner rather than later? Definitely has crossed my mind before. Um, it's something that when I've grown up, I've, I've, I've looked and I've seen, oh, is there any other gay footballers that are playing that's accepted in society? You know, Justin Fashion came out in the 1990s and eight years later committed suicide. So um, I wanted to show that, look, I, I'm happy to take the first step here and be a role model for people. And that it is okay, you know. 
I won an award and it was a great achievement as a professional athlete, but yes, I felt numb. I felt, I felt, I felt bad still. I, I didn't feel like I could be myself and the way I had to react in front of people was, wasn't real. And I, I didn't like that. I didn't want to live my life like that anymore. I just wanted to live how everyone else is living it. Was there a particular moment where you just made the decision, I have to do this, I want to do this? Can you remember a particular catalyst where you crossed that threshold? Yeah, look, I think um, coming at the end of the season last year and coming to the awards night and and seeing that, that that was the thing that took me over the edge and, and made me think that I don't want to spend the rest of my life in this. Look, this is a situation that's bigger than football for me. It's personal and it's, and it's got to do with my life. And if I can help some person, it doesn't matter who they are, whether sport related or not, help them with this difficulty in life, then I've done my job and I've, I've said my statement right. So that's what I'm looking to do for the future generation, the current people going through the same problems. You mentioned it's been six years that you've been keeping this a secret, six years in which you've been uh, not only having that internal battle, but you've been trying to forge a career in A-League men with Melbourne Victory and Melbourne City's youth systems, then Western United, now Adelaide United. We, we already see just how hard it is for young players in Australia to break through, let alone when they're facing this internal struggle like you were, just how hard was it living that double life and still managing to achieve all that you did? It is really hard, you know, trying to perform at the best of your ability and, and perform in your prime and then having to think of this. There was times I was on the field and I was thinking about the conversation I'm going to have after the game in the change room or how I'm going to tell this person to dodge a question or um, how I'm, I can't hang around people. I don't want to hang around after training because I don't want to be questioned or put on the spot. It was, it was just a way of protecting myself. And honestly, you isolate yourself and that's, that's not healthy. It doesn't affect you in a good way. So that's something I couldn't no longer do and deal with myself. I just wanted to be free and live a life that everyone else is living. And at the moment, like I have never been happier than this moment in my life. Uh, going through that journey, yeah, the clubs that you've been through, there have been time like you've had to show great fortitude there to back yourself and back your abilities and know that you're good enough to play in the A-League. Were there ever any moments when you just thought, is this really worth it? Yeah, I wouldn't say I've had moments that if, if this is really worth it, I had moments more like, am I going to fit in? Um, growing up, yeah, that there was no one to look up to. So it was hard for me. And it was something that was, unknown I didn't know what to do and whose footsteps to follow so it's been a journey that I've paved by myself but as I said I want to pave this for the younger people coming up so that this in 10 years time five years time or maybe in a year's time we'll have 30 people that are out it's not a big deal it's normal so it's very common in the women's game and I want to make it common in the men's game too because there's definitely men out there that are experiencing the same thing that I have you're right statistically it is impossible that you are the only gay professional uh, male footballer in the world but there will be more won't there 100 percent. there's uh, someone that was advised in the premier league not to come out by a lawyer i'm not sure why or how but um look it's 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 a personal journey it's something that you can't be rushed it's a very sensitive topic to talk about and everyone's at different stages but i'm just thankful to have the platform to do what i did and 
and say who I am. And I'm so proud of myself to do that. You mentioned five weeks ago, you came up to Carl and Ross, who we should just say commendable for putting their arms around you and welcoming you. But yeah. how, I can't imagine how difficult would have, it would have been to get the courage to tell those first people, like you've made the decision to do it, but now you've actually got to follow through and tell Carl and Ross your truth. What was that like? Definitely. You know, when I first came to Adelaide United, Carl and Ross took me under their wings and I see them as fatherly figures here. Obviously, I haven't got my family here. They're in Melbourne, so I'm on my own here in Adelaide. But look, um, they've welcomed me in from day one. They've made me feel so at home. And there was something about that that I felt comfortable to talk about this with them and that I wasn't going to be judged. And I was exactly right. And it was it was honestly one of the best things that I've experienced in my life. And I'll remember forever. Yeah, I remember interviewing you last season and you talked about how at home you felt at Adelaide and just how yeah. comfortable you were. It seems very much so that that's just what is it about the the environment there that at Adelaide that works so well for you? Yeah, the club culture is something that you don't come across very often. Uh, we're a very close-knit group of guys. Um, look, the unity here is something special. We're like a family and it's the way the change room is, it's the way we are, the way the personalities we have in our team, um, the role models we have. And and it all starts from Carl and Ross leading it from the top. Um, the, the boundaries that they've set and the environment they've made for us is allowing us to blossom. And look, it's got an opportunity for me to speak myself. And this is something that's outside of football and, and something to do with my personal life. But it's such a positive thing that I, I feel that I had the need to share it with them because I treat them like my brothers. And your teammates as well, when you went to tell them after, like what was the process? Were, were Ross and Carl with you when you told your teammates? What did that look like? It was a proud moment for Ross and Carl. They had a big smile on their face and I was standing next to them and announced it to them, um, to the coaches and everyone there, all the players and that. And all the boys, as soon as I said it, came and gave me a big hug and, and a welcome. They said, don't worry, Josh, you're still the exact same person. We're not going to think of you any differently. We we respect you very highly that you are comfortable with us and you feel good in your own skin to do this. So they felt very honoured and the reception I got was very warm and, and the vibe in the room was just something you can't explain. It's something I've never felt before. We should watching the video that the club put out um, to coincide, which we should also commend the team at Adelaide for producing that. It was an incredibly well-produced video, but I was watching that and I watched it with both a, a sense of joy that you were able to share your story and that it was so clearly important to you. But, you know, knowing you since you were at the city youth system, I was also heartbroken knowing that during the entire time I've known you, you've been, going through all of this and you were facing such an internal battle I mean have you had former teammates and former coaches reach out to you with similar experiences um no no one's reached out to me with similar experiences that I know of at the moment at the moment my phone's just going crazy so I'm just trying to update myself and keep up as much as I can but it's a bit hectic at the moment but yeah look honestly like I'm doing this not just for me, but for everyone in the football world and everyone in life that is struggling with this as well. I think it's something that is a very sensitive topic and something we can improve and evolve together as one. Because we've touched on it a bit earlier, but you are only 21 years old. And that's one of the big things about your announcement that you're coming out and doing this 
and you've still got at least a good decade of football left in you. You're not retiring anytime soon. You're going to be around a while. As the days turn into weeks, turn into months, turn into years, how do you want to be seen? How would you like the world to keep reporting on Josh Cavallo? Do you want us to reach a point where journalists like myself aren't even noting that you're a gay footballer? It just is moulded into the background. How do you want to be seen in the years ahead? Definitely. Look, I, I want to be seen as a role model, first of all. And, and, and two, like, this is just one part of me. You know, playing on football is, is another part of me also. And I, I would like to be known as Josh the footballer, not Josh the gay footballer. So it's something that I want to share and I feel comfortable to share with the world because at the end of the day, it's, it makes me happy. And I go to bed and I go to sleep happy that way. You know, there was a long period in my life where it wasn't like that. And, and now getting to experience that, I'm kind of thinking, why is it taking me so long to do this? Because I've lived a long time in, in a dark place where I didn't need to. You are just a footballer and it's remarkable that we're talking about all of this and you're going viral and global around the world. Mate, you've got to be playing in the A-League in less than a month. Your season starts in less than a month's time. How are you going to manage all of this and then go out there and play for Adelaide United in the coming A-League men's season? <laughs> Joey, the feeling that I have now is the feeling I've never felt before. The weight that has been lifted off my shoulders, it's been so nice. And, and honestly... After telling my two coaches, Ross and Carl, I felt so good. And now that my peers, my friends, my family, the whole global world knows about me, like I'm so excited to put the boot on and actually smash this season. So I've been talking my performance up and hopefully, you know, I'll be getting a few man and matches more this year and banging in a few more goals. But um, yeah, I'm really excited and I'm looking to improve my game. And um, to do that, I needed to do this next step. Keep kickstarting that international tug of war between Australia and Malta. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see how that keeps going. Uh, it's a question that hasn't been answered yet, but I'm excited to see what happens. And you've mentioned it there, Josh. You're Josh the footballer. You're not just Josh the gay footballer. To an ESPN audience that maybe a global audience that, that discovering you for the first time, who else is Josh Cavallo outside of being, you know, this announcement? Who is Josh Cavallo? What do you like doing? I mean, who are you as a person? Just so they can get an insight into you, the person. <laughs> well, look, this is me. I'm not hiding myself anymore. I've, I've, I've lived so many years of my life where I've acted like someone I'm not and it's created bad habits for me. And um, unfortunately, it's and now I have to unlearn to stop lying. And, I, and it's okay to tell my story and to be myself. Um, it's something that I have to relearn and experience. Almost like I have to find my identity again. But I couldn't be happier and prouder to do it now. Um, it's the right time for me. And I'm ready as a footballer, but not only as a footballer, as a person, as just Josh Cavallo. I'm ready to be myself and be happy with my life. Maybe just one final one from me, Josh. You've got this platform now. What would be your message to a young man watching this video on ESPN, watching along at home? Maybe he plays football, maybe he plays basketball because it's a universal message. He's sitting there. What would be your message to that person watching this uh, interview? Yeah, I, I think my message and my whole point of my story coming out is is to be yourself you know you don't have to act like someone you're not you don't have to lie you know it's everyone goes through difficulties and hard times but I think it's important that you know if you find yourself different if you find yourself gay straight 
whatever. As an, uh, if you're you're not from the cultural background, any other things. It could be just anything in life. It, it, it doesn't really matter. But the main goal is that to make sure you're happy, and that's something that I missed for the last couple of years, and I have to relearn. But I couldn't be excited to do awesome. it now. Josh Cavallo, I know you've got about a million of these on today, but I appreciate you so much finding the time to speak to me today, speak to ESPN. And like I said, just drop in the professionalism veneer for a second. I've known you for a number of years, mate. I can't express how happy I am for you, how proud I am for you, and just in awe of your bravery and voice. Thanks, Joey. Look, I, you know I always have time for you. So if you can't get in contact with me, you know what to do. I, as soon as I heard your name, I was like, yep, get him on, get him on. Cavallo and his Adelaide United teammates, having already won their way through to the quarterfinals of the FFA Cup, will commence their 2021-22 A-League men's season on the road against Perth Glory on November 20. Coincidentally, that's also Daniel Sturridge's first game in Australia as a member of the Glory. And they will play their first home game of the season against Melbourne City on November 27. You can keep abreast of the Reds campaign, Australian football and world football on ESPN.com.au and its various international equivalents. Myself, Ante Jukic and Stephanie Brantz, amongst those that will bring in you all the news and views on the game down under. But for now, I'd like to thank you for joining us on another edition of ESPN's Beyond the Lead, this time for a conversation between myself and Josh Cavallo. I've been Joey Lynch, and as a reminder, you can catch this episode, every other episode of Beyond the Lead, and all of ESPN's collection of podcasts and audio goodness wherever you happen to get your pods from. If you're enjoying Beyond the Lead or any of those other podcasts, be sure to subscribe, leave a famous five-star review, and help spread the word. Be a friend, tell a friend. Thanks for listening today, tomorrow, or whenever you happen to be listening to this. And do not fret, as I'll catch you soon for another deep dive into sports as ESPN takes you a beyond the lead very soon.